Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Day party on a Tuesday. Why not? Huh? Why not? Come on, it's Tuesday. Never know when you're going to see another Tuesday. My goodness. Sex. Sh- <laughs> That's after the day party. <laughs> Let the champagne flow. No, oh, man, I've got to go to a, a seminar, college football seminar. Oh, got a so jacket you, I'm going to throw on over oh, this. But it's summer. You've been lying it's to hot. everybody. Yes. You've been telling everybody you've got a day party Everyone's to go to. Everyone's cracking jokes on me. Well, Bart, Moose, you, everyone. Yeah. Sex. <laughs> the balls turn off. Just because you know it's, it's, it's more a... A uh, referendum on the other folks here, including me, who show up just totally disheveled and uninterested in their appearance. And then you show up all ready to go this early in the morning. It's jarring. Soon as I leave here, I got to head over to Black Rock for a college football seminar all day. A seminar. Seminar. You're still learning stuff, huh? Still learning. You haven't learned no, no. enough yet. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> oh, we do this every year. It's cool. They bring everyone in town and... Uh, get together and just talk about the upcoming season. Rivalries. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna, yeah, get ready for that again. <laughs> you going to do another song, be a big part of that? Uh, I believe so. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I have no control over that. So, <laughs> got to do what you got to do. That's right. you lose your Eagles, Twins for 365. <laughs> yeah. We're getting close to New Heisel season, man. Almost, yeah. Getting close. I can sniff it. We were in Birmingham together. He said, yeah, I got some new tunes already like damn <laughs> great rick really? thanks man yeah yeah i gotta go <laughs> appreciate it though. i don't want to contemplate yeah. that just yet yeah, yeah come back to me in october toots huh <laughs> you know i, I was your couple days off they were good look nice fine. and tan yeah, you know. you're damn near as black as that shirt you wear man i'm trying, trying to get there man look I'm, good I'm trying to get there cool i want to i've been trying to catch up to you nah last couple summers Mm-mm. but it's been hard i'm the anti uh sammy sosa <laughs> I'm trying to get blacker. And it's working. Yes, it's, it is. Love the sun. It's definitely, it's definitely working. Black. Yes, I is. So we're, we're in August, right? That happened. Can you yeah, believe that? All of a sudden, here wow. we are. It's August 1st. Wow. I'm not ready to say goodbye to July. I'm with you. I'm never ready to say goodbye to July. It's mm-hmm. one of the great months. Um, but we are in August 1st. That means that the non-waiver trade deadline has come and gone. And we got a lot of action. We got big action with big-name teams and big-name pitchers making moves. And the New York Yankees, who were working on Sonny Gray for seemingly forever, were able to get that deal done. And they were able to get that deal done with not trading away their top prospects, trading away two guys who were out for the season, which is remarkable by Brian Cashman. And they get a guy in Sonny Gray who is under contract for the rest of this year. All of 2018 mm-hmm. and all of 2019. That's right. And if you're going to trade away assets in the minor league system, you trade them for guys like that. Yeah. Now, the other big story, you Darvish going to the Dodgers, that is a classic rental. 
And they did trade away prospects. They held on to their top two in the system, but they did trade away prospects to get you, Darvish. And I think that the Texas Rangers knew exactly the situation the Dodgers were in and held them up. But they are going for it because they right now are the best team in baseball and they want to make sure that they're going to go and win the World Series. So both of these deals I like for different reasons, but the smarter baseball deal was no doubt what the Yankees did with Sonny Gray because they've got him under control now for... Two and a half seasons. They got him under control, and they held on to the prospects that they covet the most. And we've been discussing, uh, are they going to go the way of the old Yankees and just give away the youth in their form system? And I've been arguing that they have enough down there. Trust me, I watched the series Homegrown uh, on the Yes Network, and and they, they talk about all this talent they've amassed down there, especially last season during the trade deadline when they shifted or, or sent pitchers to Cleveland and also Chicago. So uh, they are well stacked still in their minor league system. But as you mentioned, the great thing about Sonny Gray coming over is they still have him for two and a half years locked up. And, it, and this looks like the Sonny Gray, at least here recently, the last six starts, about 40 innings, only six earned runs he's allowed. Uh, this looks like the, the Sonny Gray that burst on the scene when he first came up uh, with the Oakland A's about four or five years ago. It looks like he's gotten past the injuries that have been uh, messing with him over the last two seasons. So uh, I, I like this pickup, and they need help in that rotation. Uh, so this is a, a great move by Brian Cashman. And, and as far as you, Darvish, the shine is off of him a little bit. You know, last start out, he didn't pitch uh, so well. Uh, here's a guy who's dealt with number of injuries himself. Uh, but the Dodgers, going to that team with all the bats they have, you, you, you can give up four or five runs and still you got a good damn chance of winning a ball game. He's having a terrible year, there's no doubt. We referenced that start of his a couple times when it was probably going to be his last start before the deadline and he just got racked. He got destroyed eight runs in a blink of an eye. But there's a couple of things I like about him being put in this situation and performing well for the Dodgers. One, he's joining a team that's just having that year. Yep. And and the fact that, I mean, they don't lose, so that'll help them. They've got 20-some-odd comeback victories. They are just that group that feeds off each other. It's just those, If you've ever had a team that you've rooted for in, in baseball, usually right around this trade deadline, even before, you know basically who they are. Very rarely do you get a team that's, you know, just takes off at the end of the year or completely collapses. I've seen both with the Mets. But still, you have an idea who they are. And if you've watched the Dodgers or you're a Dodgers fan, with all the comeback victories, the fact they've got young, exuberance, the youth, I mean, they're perfect. They're the perfect baseball team right now. So you're joining that. Switching leagues from the AL to the NL is always beneficial for pitchers. And if this guy wants to get top dollar in this contract year, then you go and you pitch well down the stretch, you pitch well in the postseason, you're going to be making a boatload of money. So those three things combined make me think that he turns this season around. And the Dodgers have to be banking on it with the Kershaw injury and some of the concerns that they have with the rotation, even though it really hasn't held them back. Right. It's a different face every night, it seems like, or a different bat that, that is assisting with those comeback victories. Who's the oldest dude the other night? Farmer, uh, the guy they brought up, number 65. I mean, you, you just, they just... Choose one, and then whoever they choose, it seems like come up smelling roses uh, whenever they're behind and they need a big hit. So 
40, last 45 games, 39 and 6. I mean, what a tear uh, this this team is on. Uh, so uh, I, I think it's a great situation. He goes into this without a, without a lot of pressure. And as you usually see with guys who come over from teams, and the Rangers were in this deal, but they've been sliding here lately, playing about 500 uh, baseball and sitting about fourth or fifth now uh, in, in the AL West. But when you, you go over to a team that's, especially a team like the Dodgers, you know, it's one thing to go to a team that's, yeah, they may be going to the to the playoffs. This is their last little push that re-energizes you. But you go to a team that's playing like the Dodgers are. Hell, how can you not just get in line and enjoy this and understand? Well, I don't have to do too much. There's not a ton of pressure. Let me just try to find my game again and fit in, and and everything will be all right. So you, I don't think you'll see him pushing as much. And and you're right. If he can come out and play well, especially in the postseason for this team, uh, he can garner a lot of attention. As the deadline was approaching yesterday, I was in my car. I was listening to some sports talk and people saying how you Darvish is not going to be traded. It doesn't sound like he's going to be traded. He just tweeted out a picture of himself. So then I go to Twitter to see this picture of him next to his locker, basically telling people in all languages, I'm still here and the deadline is approaching. I'm not going anywhere. And then right after that, see you gone. So that's karma. Uh, is it? <laughs> I'm so confused by karma. I don't know what karma That's why is I like anymore. Bringing it up so it can confuse you. Well, well, we, it's one thing to think it, but if you speak it. You know, that's another thing. And, and so here he is. I'm not being traded. He tweets it out. How about you just let the trade deadline get there? And then we'll see what happens. Now, Verlander did the same thing. How does mm-hmm. that work in the karma deal? Oh, that was different. Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, was, that was totally different. Now, yeah. is this karma? Is back when the Red Sox traded for Chris Sale, Brian Cashman referred to the Red Sox as the Warriors of Baseball. Yes. And now, when the Yankees go out and get Sonny Gray, they also have added bullpen help and Todd Frazier as well. Uh, now Dombrowski has come back and stuck it to them when he was asked about the Red Sox general manager, Dave Dombrowski, he stuck it to them when asked about the Yankees. He said, oh, you mean the Warriors mm. of baseball? Oh. Now, is that karma? No, that's not karma. That's, not that's, karma. that's, that's just... Uh, pettiness? Pettiness and, and laziness because he couldn't come up with a good comeback for the Yankees. Yeah, that was a good one by Cashman. Was, he was right. He was trying to post, apply some pressure on, on Boston. Yeah. And, you know, you, okay, you're, you're cream of the crop now. You're the Warriors of base, Major League Baseball. You go out and you get this this just dominating pitcher in Chris Sale, and he's been all that and a bag of chips. So everybody's going to look at you, man. <laughs> I haven't heard that since it's 1996. Been a while, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. You know, every now and then you got to dig in the crates, man. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, so uh, and now Boston come back. And that was just lame. That's the best you can come up with. I mean, it's better than the evil empires they used to call them, but uh, right. they're still lame. Yeah, come on, yeah. come up with something. And, and neither one of them are the Warriors no. of baseball. No, uh, the Dodgers are. <laughs> yeah, basically, they're yeah. the closest, yeah. but I mean, nobody has won two titles in three years. Nobody is already favored to win the World Series. And, of course, in baseball, not to make this comparison or talk about this any longer because it's just a false one, uh, but I, baseball's postseason as opposed to the NBA postseason. You want to talk about a crapshoot. All this stuff that's going on with the trade deadline and teams bolstering this and that and the Dodgers are so good. I mean, that could just fall apart in one five-game series in in a heartbeat. A couple of bad starts here or there, and that team goes down, where in the NBA that stuff just does not happen. But I do like the fact that these two teams are 
going back and forth, not only in the standings, but in the press. And I know that there was Yankee Red Sox fatigue back in the day when it felt like Sunday night baseball would only feature them. And who cares about the Northeast baseball when the rest of the country has good teams. But this is different. I mean, these are different guys. This Yankee team is young and exciting as opposed to just signing big free agents and going to work with that. You've got young players like Aaron Judge, superstars that are are homegrown, and it's different. So to me, Yankees-Red Sox, it's not your old Yankees-Red Sox any longer. No. Uh, it, it feels different. It feels fresh. And when those two teams are at the top of the division as opposed to you know, the Orioles and the Rays or whomever else, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a hell of a lot more fun. Yeah, the big brands. And, and throw the Dodgers into the mix. They haven't been to a World Series, what, in 20-some years? It's been a while. And, and so you got those guys. So you got the West Coast. You got the East Coast. You got the, the, the big brands that are involved in this deal, at least uh, as we sit here today, uh, see if they can continue it. And there will be a ton of interest if you're able to get a East Coast West Coast matchup in the World Series, and especially when you're talking about Dodgers, Yankees, or Dodgers, Red Sox, yeah, and and you can't forget the Cubs once again. As, Here they come, yeah, and and that team. I mean, I thought that they'd win about five in a row after watching them last year come back from that three-one deficit and say they're so young, they're so good, and their staff wasn't great last year. They got it done. You don't feel great about them this year either, and you feel like the Dodgers are that much better. I mean, the Dodgers is seventy four and thirty one. I don't think that it's even it's tough to comprehend how good they are. The Astros didn't do a damn thing, though. The other team that we've been talking about having the magical year, who are only with four games worse than what the Dodgers are in this epic pace, uh, they stood pat. They said that you know this team is a, a great team as it stands. They're still stocked in their minor league system. They felt like they didn't need to go out. And, and and do anything with their rotation, even though there's always been injury concerns with their top two starters. So we'll see if... Well, they wouldn't got Liriano from the Blue Jays, right. the pitcher. But, but yesterday didn't do right. anything. So, um, so uh, that, that, that helps show up their, their starting rotation. Keiko has dealt with injuries, but uh, speaking of another young baseball team, and it seems like those guys always come up and play well when they call them up, and they're getting people healthy in the rotation as well. Yes, yeah, so here we are. Talking about baseball (laughs) with a couple months to go. Trying to figure out who's going to win it. And once we get to the postseason, none of this conversation will mean a damn thing because usually it's the hottest team at that time with the best rotation at that time. There it is. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up next, an Andrew Bogus update. And Bartman is back, and the Cubs made sure you knew about it. We're coming right back. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. Didn't take very long for them to be right back in the conversation to be one of the best teams in the league. And for those of us who despise that organization, it's a tough <laughs> pill to swallow. I could tell. I could sense the enthusiasm in which you you, you say, stated that. I don't yeah. Dislike this group, though. I got to be honest with you. I don't like their fans. I'll never like their fans. But but this new group, these young players, this different feel around this team, it's just a little bit more exciting than it used to be. Well, fans are a little arrogant. Oh, they're the worst. Oh, no, they're not the worst. Well, you don't. Come on. Having not grown up here, you don't know the depth of mm. the Yankee fan. Mm-hmm. How 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 disgusting that individual <laughs> can be in their core. How they're just filled 
Okay. With lock them up. With all the worst wow. things you could possibly be filled Pure with. Pure evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they really are. Go out of their way to ridicule and embarrass you for other people's accomplishments. Really? Oh, well, that's, that's just wrong. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, they they act as if they were on the 27 Yankees mm. or they were on that 96-team. No, you weren't. You sat there and you watched them. Your dad was a Yankee fan. You're a Yankee fan. Loser. <laughs> and you're not the guy who hit the home run in the World Series. You know, you are a guy who Listen, back it. when we won in 09. Oh, stop. <laughs> it's one of, that parade is one of the worst days I've had in radio. I have heard about it, yes. Oh, every time I hear that 2009 championship team, I think about that. That parade. <laughs> Stuck up there watching them celebrate freezing cold they couldn't get down producing a show spits and churn off our bosses here breathing down my neck can't get the spots in jay-z's cursing on the stage in the background <laughs> what'd he say <laughs> nothing we could do about it well, i'm sure we'll have another one soon though he did a Marshawn lynch <laughs> yeah i watched that this morning for the first time man i wish i was here for that oh uh, well what <laughs> Well, you're here now. Yeah, what I know, but I'm not going to do See, I'm not going to do that, though. You guys I mean, did it yesterday. hitting on old girl, which is fine. We've seen other NFL play, players do that during interviews. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the, the cursing and, and, and Marshawn, of all people, the person who has so much disdain for the media to go and say hi to his boy, his former teammate, Michael Robinson. Well, he went over there for one thing, and that was yeah. her. Yeah. If you notice from the get-go, subtle. I mean, he's staring at her the entire oh, yeah. time. Oh, yeah. So that's the only reason he went over there. Uh, he's yeah. trying to get, some, uh, get him a date. Yep. Some soul food. Yeah. And do you notice how she started going into her, like, urban voice during the interview as no, well? No, I did not. Oh, yeah, she did. I heard you open a soul food restaurant. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I, okay. didn't de- I didn't depict that when we played this. <laughs> oh, one. yeah, she definitely oh, did. She, she tried to get, get into oh, the yeah. cool voice? Oh, without a doubt. Oh. Without uh-huh. a doubt. Hey, she's a social chameleon. What let can me, you let do? Me, let me speak his language. <laughs> yeah, certainly. All I right. don't be eating no soul food no, where I come do, from. She didn't do Creole bogish, but no. when he was like, enough football questions, and she was like, all right, let's have fun, then she touched his back, and that really opened the floodgates for him. He's like, oh, yeah, all right. And then her <laughs> voice did change. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, um, like She didn't do Creole bogish. <laughs> all right. She has some professionalism. <laughs> Here's uh, bogish to let me know what else I missed yesterday in addition to the Astros trading for a guy. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> well, they are number one in the standings, and they were number Number one on trade deadline day. The Dodgers sending three prospects, but not the top two in their organization to get Rangers righty Yu Darvish. Mission accomplished, says GM Farhan Zaidi. Acquiring, you know, frontline starting pitcher, a guy to slot in with um, our other starting pitchers that have performed so well this season uh, was a priority. And, you know, he was, you know, our view who. Uh, one of the, if not the top, uh, starting pitcher available. Yay for conference calls. The Dodgers also <laughs> added lefties Tony Watson from the Pirates and Tony Singrani from the Reds. They were off last night while the Yankees played the Tigers after getting Sonny Gray from the A's. Here's the 2-0. Swung on and hit in the air to deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. A Judgian blast. Whatever that is. John Sterling on WFAN here in New York. Aaron Judge retaking the major league lead with his 34th long ball in a 7-3 decision over Detroit. 
The Yankees sending three prospects to Oakland for Gray. The Red Sox send three hard-throwing young righties to the Mets for reliever Addison Reed, then handled Cleveland 6-2. KC lost in Baltimore 2-1, and the Astros outscored the Rays 14-7. Two homers and five RBI for Jake Marisnik. And yes, Lars Anderson. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. There he is. Hey, good morning, <laughs> Lars. Good to hear from you again. As Greg just found out, Houston could only it's add him. Toronto lefty Francisco Liriano <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Cleveland brought back side armor Joe Smith and the Nats adding to their bullpen once again. That's our girl's husband, isn't it, Joe Smith? Uh... Uh, yes. Why well, can't I think of her name all of a sudden? I can't. I, I see the Where face. Go? I'm going to see it in a few hours what? here. <laughs> what just Allie. happened? Allie LaForce. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's her husband. And they're from Ohio, so he get to go back home. Uh, the Nats and their bullpen once again getting Twins closer Brandon Kinsler. Washington a one nothing win to Miami last night. Marlins second baseman D. Gordon led off the ninth with a single to break up Gio Gonzalez's no-hitter. Two-time Pro Bowl left tackle Brandon Albert has retired before playing one snap for the Jaguars, who will get back the seventh-round pick they gave the Dolphins for Albert back in March. College Hoops, the number one recruit in the class of 2019, R.J. Barrett's reclassifying into 2018. The six foot seven small forward says Texas Hookham is one of eight schools showing the most interest. Barrett just led Canada to gold in the under-19 World Cup in Egypt, including an upset of the U.S. And from the NHL, Columbus head coach John Heathcock. Tortorella <laughs> signing a one-year extension <laughs> through the 18-19 campaign. Tortorella is the reigning coach of the year. Boys? All right, bogus thanks. Everybody remembers Steve Bartman and the incident in the 2003 NLCS where he leaned over to try to catch a foul ball, impeding Moises Alou or whatever his face. Uh, yeah, it was Alou, Moises right? Alou. Yeah, yes. it was Moises Alou. Mm-hmm. Francisco um, Liriano. Yeah, it was Liriano. <laughs> it, was, it was when everybody remembers Steve Bartman getting traded for Francisco Liriano. Um, so impeding... Uh, Moise Alou, and then everybody blamed him and all that stuff. And there was more baseball to play after that. Exactly. There was an error that happened, Mm -hmm. and everybody remembers. All right, so Bartman disappeared after this because everybody hated his guts, and instead of blaming their beloved Cubs, they had to blame this poor schmuck, and he became a, a national joke. People would show up at Halloween with the Bartman costumes and the headphones and the hat, and he had to disappear because he got death threats, and he had to move away and no one heard from him, and his life basically was changed forever. Now, I'm not going to say it was ruined, because I don't know. Maybe he's a happier person now than he was then. I have no idea what happened to him. I'm not going to say it was ruined, but his life changed forever, and he had to move because of this. And the Cubs have decided, which they did nothing to protect the guy at the time, uh, but they have decided now to give him a World Series ring. And not only give him a World Series ring, but send out a press release patting themselves on the back for giving him a World Series ring. And I think that the whole thing is just a PR move. I don't think that they care about this guy. I think that they're feeling themselves because they won a World Series, and that's what people do. But if you wanted to do a nice gesture for him, how about just send it to him? You find him and you send it to him and don't send out a press release. Did you really need to tell everybody how great you were? For sending Steve Bartman a World Series ring, just send him a ring and say, listen, we're sorry for our actions at the time, and that's that. Well, and, and this is a new ownership. Uh, they weren't around when all this occurred. And I would hope the previous ownership would have reached out to Steve Bartman way back then and say, hey, we got your back. We're not blaming any of this on you. Uh, and, and if there's anything the Cubs organization can do for you, 
we would gladly uh, step up to the plate, uh, no pun intended, and, and assist you. Uh, and now you have the Ricketts who bought this team, what, about five, six, seven years ago? Uh, and, and their new ownership, and they thought it was good to reach out. But I, 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 I agree with you. Uh, just do it behind the scenes. Uh, you, are you trying to curry favor with, with others by putting us out in the forefront for everyone to see? Call the guy up. Listen, just a nice a gesture to you. We want to extend a World Series ring. And, and, and for all you've gone through, wrongfully, uh, I might add, you're just talking about fans and how uh, just incredulous they, and, and ridiculous they can be. Uh, the way they treated this cat is just nonsensical. Made no sense. He had no bearing on the outcome of that damn game. He'd reach over. Other fans were reaching for the ball as well. Moise Lou cannot get to it. And then there was more baseball to be played. There was a whole other game to be played after that. I mean, so the, the, for, for he to be ostracized uh, in the manner in which he was, to be treated so unfairly, uh, is just wrong on so many different levels. And I don't think that anybody who wasn't a part of that championship group should get a World Series ring. If you want to do something nice for him, then, okay, you could do whatever nice thing you want for him. But I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. I think that it's ridiculous when people get World Series rings that or rings, championship rings, mm-hmm. that don't deserve it. I think, actually, the only people that, that deserve it are the, the front office that put the team yeah. together and the players and the coaches and the trainers that are that are with mm-hmm. those are the people who deserve it anybody who's got a direct impact on right. that team winning or losing they should reap the benefits or whatever else with that team but when i see like the broadcasters get a world series <laughs> ring or the pr guy get a world <laughs> super bowl ring i think that's bull crap i really do <laughs> i mean they they're out of Pete's saying a name in my ear of a guy that we know who's like the director of the radio broadcast for the Giants, who's a Cowboys fan. And this guy <laughs> walks around with his giant Super Bowl ring. It makes me sick. And I get the whole idea of taking care of your employees fine, but people work for NFL teams, MLB teams, and someone who wasn't there at all shouldn't get a World Series well, you, ring. You, you should like Mac Brown because I was the only broadcaster that didn't get one when Texas well, that, won that. That actually title. is even worse, that behavior. <laughs> that you're giving it to everybody but one guy who's critical. Please. What a loser he is for doing that. No hard feelings, but uh, yeah, it happens all the time where you, you want to uh, celebrate the victory and all those who are involved, and, and whether it's a ancillary uh, assistance or you, you're there in a tangible way, they, they like to, to celebrate that with everyone who's a part of the program if you're talking about college and, and organization if you're talking about professional. I'd feel dirty. I would. I'd feel dirty. If I was someone who was just working, and I'll use the broadcasting side of it because that's the best example I could give, but if I was someone who was a play-by-play guy or associated with a radio broadcast and the team that I just happened to be calling the game, it's not mm-hmm. It's not as if I was you know, working hard to make sure that that team won a championship and someone gave me a ring for their achievement... I would I'd say no way, mm-hmm. man. You keep this. Now, say you're a former player and now you're on the broadcast team and you do work behind the scenes with some of the players, the younger players. You're there at spring training. You're giving some some mentoring, what have you, and, and you happen to be part of the broadcasting team. Uh, In that if, instance. If you're helping out mentoring, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, then fine. Because yeah. then you're having, even if it didn't work, at least you're helping or trying to help somebody out. Mm-hmm. 
and and maybe that one tip helped a guy get a hit in a particular situation. That's totally different than someone that just shows up and reads the box score every day. You might like the person, right? But I just I, I don't I'm I'm really I, I would never want to reap the benefits of someone else's accomplishment. And Bartman put out a statement saying that uh, that he was so honored by it. Um, he said, most meaningful is a genuine outreach from the Ricketts family on behalf of the Cubs organization and fans, signifying to me that I'm welcome back to the Cubs family. Why would you want to be after all of this? Why don't you just want to move on and say that this has just not been a good time in my life, but I'd like well, to... Well, maybe he has dealt with it. Uh, and, and, you know, personally, he, he's moved on from it, and, and that's not something that impacts his life as it did when he was living through it in that moment. So he, it's possible he's moved on for, from it, but... Uh, he he accepts the ring and and he's appreciative. He said that he's relieved and hopeful that the saga of the 2003 foul ball incident surrounding my family and me is finally over. Well, it could have been over already if the Cubs didn't make a spectacle out of this. <laughs> and here we are talking about it again, right? So I, I hadn't thought about this guy. I mean, I guess I thought about him when the Cubs won the World Series and right. I thought he crossed my mind at that point. But Came then after that... Time. After after that, it's like okay, I'm done done with Bartman. <laughs> well, he's got his World Series ring that he can wear around the house for doing nothing, <laughs> getting ridiculed. <laughs> Would you wear it if you had one? No. So what's the yeah. point? Well, Who even just, wears it's, those things? Well, it's like memorabilia now. You just you just like I told you a couple weeks ago, a month ago, I was I took part in a silent auction for a championship ring. Didn't win it, but you make a bid and you just put it up with the rest of your memorabilia. We had a conversation yesterday about uh, Aaron Judge jersey sold for one hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. Like, are you kidding me? Really hasn't done anything yet. I know he's on a tear right now. Well, at least recently he hadn't been after the All Star break and the home run derby. But uh, I know I had an opportunity to bid on a jersey at a golf tournament last Monday. It's like, just too soon. Yeah. I couldn't pull the trigger on that. You just you know need you need more. You need a a, 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 a more uh, work. You know his body of work right now is not so substantial where um, it would, at least from my perspective, garner that much attention. Even if it's for charity, maybe I should have done it for the kids, man. You should have done wrong. it for the kids. I was yeah. wrong, but you yeah, you place the ring with the rest of your memorabilia. It's That's always the doing. people who do the least that flaunt it the most. Too remember Sean Landetta. The Sean Landetta, former Giants punter. punter Played yeah. a long time in the league, yeah. He, he did, but he used to flaunt his Super Bowl rings. And I remember producing a show. He used to fill in from time to time during football season on WFAN years ago, producing a show, and he put his Super Bowl rings. It was on location. He put his Super Bowl rings on the table no. while he was doing the show in the bar. Oh, wow. And you want to talk karma. Some guy walks up to the desk Sean Landetta is sitting behind it, and he goes, whose are those? <laughs> Which I thought was great. It was such a <laughs> shot to his ego. It's like, they're mine. Of course they're mine. Why, not, I just, why not just wear them? You earned them. Wear them. Come on, Sean. Oh, just put them away. Get over it. You wear them. Something I else in your life. Work guys that wear theirs. Hanging yeah. on to the past for crying out loud. Hey. <laughs> you know? You can never take it away from you. Look at That's you. a good past. Look at you. You've moved on to so many great things. You're on TV and on the radio. You're making a, the Perfect Man show. <laughs> Better Man. Oh, that's what Bogus called this morning, the Perfect Man show. <laughs> well, I work with a couple guys that wear their Super Bowl rings on the set every oh. now and then. Oh, What's wrong God. with that? Gag me. 
Why? Place. It's just ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. You're wearing those damn Super rings. Bowl Where are your Super Bowl rings? Uh, keep them in a drawer somewhere. Oh. Will you? You wear those bad boys. Nobody cares. See, they care. Who cares about everyone else? Hell, they went out there expending all that sweat mm. and energy. Right, yeah. It doesn't bother me. World. Right. Wish I had one to wear. <laughs> <laughs> me too, I guess. Oh, no, here no, you no, go. No, See? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, a friend of the show in the news. What? Yelling at his boss. The hell's going on here? Coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. T. Wood. Ron Woodley of the UFC, a guy we've had in the studio once or twice or twice we've had in the studio. Uh, Well, he got called out by Dana White because of his fight this past weekend where he was very defensive. You just put on glasses and I can't concentrate. I can't concentrate. <laughs> well, I can. With you with glasses. I can't see a damn thing. My glasses finally came in. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Why? You with those glasses on. It just, it doesn't. It, <laughs> and the, your Why outfit. Why are you laughing? I can't take it. And you tried to sneak it on. <laughs> No. Like I wasn't going to notice. No, I did not try to sneak them on. <laughs> I mean, you... <laughs> no. Take them off, I think, man. We, I think we lost Mikey B. Take them off. <laughs> Why? I can see now. <laughs> oh, man. But I... I can see everything on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I what? can't take it. <laughs> Stop. What is wrong take with my No. I can see. I, I have to embrace this. Getting old sucks, America. <laughs> apparently, my eyes are getting old. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. I can see, damn it. When do you get there? Uh, and going to optometrist is not cheap. Wow. Man, I tell you. you I haven't had my eyes checked since my last NFL physical. So what are we talking about? Uh... <laughs> 1998? You have totally changed. Those glasses have totally changed your appearance. Like, I look more regal. No. <laughs> well, you look like a Dominican sports agent today. That's what you look like. Buscando. Come on, sign with me, kid. I'm thinking to the big leagues, okay? The the manager at the Ibero Star in Punta Cana. <laughs> The buffet is over here. (laughs) Hold on. Let me get Javier. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lucinda, come to the mentor's table. Okay. (laughs) I can't deal with this. Because you got to understand, he's got the, and you're dressed, you you look great, but you got the, what, the salmon pants, whatever. And then you got the the tri-colored, very summery button-down on with the glasses. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not like you turned into a professor because you put the glasses right. on. You turned it to, like, a distinguished but yet cool well, person in well, charge of something. Going, it's better. There you go. Oh, the sunglasses? 
Now you I close. like to see, man. This is good. Up close, I can't see a damn thing anymore. So now <laughs> my, I can see. Boy, Mike, that's amazing. Look at my kids. Stop laughing. <laughs> All right, go ahead. That bad. Mike, what do you think, man? <laughs> Just the timing of everything. <laughs> well, it was time to read something. <laughs> what do you mean the timing of everything? Two and a half years. The gla- I just lost my damn <laughs> eyesight, man. I didn't need him a year ago. Like you lost your keys. Oh. I've been fighting it, to tell you the truth. This has been ongoing. <laughs> and finally, I went to the optometrist two weeks ago. <laughs> get LASIK or something, man. I don't oh. know. Oh, I could do that, huh? Maybe yeah, I yeah. should do that. The doctor some, didn't say that. Some people are eligible. Some people are not. Yeah. But I know Bogus took a video of it. I don't know if it's gonna where that's going to end up. But you got to get a picture too, coming up either now or in the break. I don't know. All right, let me. How did, what the hell I was you? talking about? Because have you seen yourself, man? It's a total transformation. <laughs> Stop looking at me. I can't look at you. <laughs> you, hear, you hear Mikey B's giggling like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> oh man. Oh my goodness. Okay. Stop. We're talking about our boy, T. Wood. That's right. Uh, and that picture will be up on our Twitter account. Please follow us at G.O. and yes, Jones. Please. <laughs> G.I.O. and Jones. All right. So, was it UFC 214? Well, I don't, I don't remember. know what difference that makes. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Oh, good. Mm. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, UFC 214 over the weekend. Uh, and, and T. Wood had to be defensive. He was trying to block takedowns from his opponent. And he said he had a torn labrum that he suffered early on in the match. And it was it was a boring fight. Right. So Dana White came out and said, who the hell wants to watch him fight anymore? I don't want to watch yeah. him fight. Fans were booing. So I understand where Dana White's coming from. And I understand where T. Wood's coming from. But Dana White, he's putting on an entertaining product. And he doesn't want to see... That in his octagon, he doesn't want to see a defensive fight, doesn't want to see guys running around, doesn't want to see boring fighting. So I get it. Uh, but for him to go after a guy like T. Wood, who's been you know, a, a draw for him, someone who has been uh, a, a model fighter for the organization, was a little bit over the top, and T. Wood let him have it. I'm owed a public apology. You want to publicly scrutinize me, Dana White? You publicly need to apologize to me. I've done nothing but good stuff for the sport. I've done nothing but be a good model for the organization. <laughs> I go out there, I fight with integrity. I covered your sport from the Fox desk a week before my fight. I always uphold my responsibilities with the organization. It's, it's time out for that. You need to be a man. You owe me a public apology. And if I don't get that, I'm going to start leaking some if people don't want to be out in the wind. And I'm not even kidding about that. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. I'm going to start dissing some dirt on you, yeah, man. And, wow, and T. Wood. Dana White in response has hired Anthony Scaramucci yeah. to make sure you no leaks here, T. Wood. come out. <laughs> well, he's free, right? Who needs that, right? He, he's available. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, T. Wood, man. Maybe T. Wood should have pulled back somewhat as, as well. Right. Uh, and, and both, Dana White. Uh, to come out and criticize one of his best fighters in the manner in which he did, not knowing that the guy had an injury, sustained an injury in the first round, went on to win the fight. He's a champion. As 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 Woodley said, I've been promoting the fight, not only in the octagon, but as as a commentator. And, and, and there's a reason why you've asked me to do that. 
the, the commentating because I'm damn good at it and I'm an ambassador for the sport. So how about you come to me behind the scenes, man, and say, what, what was going on in there? Get the whole story, and then you can go out and, and, and uh, not maybe not criticize me as harshly as you did, but then you can speak to as the reason why the fight wasn't as entertaining as all my others have been. It is funny where it says, I've been nothing but a model citizen for your blanking yeah, organization. Right, right, right. I thought that that was great. <laughs> and then he goes on to talk about he's going to leak stuff. If he really wanted a public apology, you don't threaten someone for that apology. Hey, man, these glasses look good on me. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> you can look at Brian's glasses <laughs> on Twitter at Gio and Jones. Quit making we'll me laugh. Model for the organization. <laughs> I hear you. Me too, man. Yeah. I, both these guys, I understand their point, but they were both a little out of line in their comments. Yes, I would agree. So, LeVar Ball is back in the news again after his summer league basketball thing. He had a, a female referee replace Adidas, ended up replacing that official and... They apologized for replacing the official, and Jay Billis wrote a column for ESPN.com talking about how he's done with LeVar Ball, how the guy isn't a spectacle, but rather a misogynist buffoon. And I do tend to agree uh, with a lot of his column, but if you want LeVar Ball to go away, the only way you can do that is to ignore the guy. That is it. If you think that writing a column saying that you're done with him is going to make him go away, then you're sadly mistaken. So I complain about some of the stuff that LeVar Ball does, but I won't complain about the coverage of LeVar Ball because I kind of understand it. I mean, he's someone interesting in the sports world that people gravitate to one way or another, so he's going to get covered. But you can't say, I'm done with this guy, we got to stop paying attention to him, and then write an entire column about that. <laughs> Ignore the guy. Ignore him. Don't say anything about him, and that's how he goes away. Well, here's the problem. We discussed this yesterday as well, Gio. Now, did he have this official removed because the official was a female, or did he have the official removed, which was wrong, whether it was a female or male? Uh, you shouldn't have officials removed. Did he ask for the official to be removed because he was upset? For the uh, about the official uh, assessing him a technical foul, and and I don't know if we have an answer to that. Did he go to the, the Adidas and say, "Hey, I don't want this woman officiating this because she's a woman, or is because of the technical foul"? Either way, it's wrong, male or female, for him to have that type of power to get rid of officials. Coming up next, the NFL starting to change their mind about something they should have changed their mind about about five years ago, and a couple of Jets. Say they want to die somewhere. We'll tell you where. Coming right back. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 